Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pretty Much Muti. And today we've got Richard, as the hammerhead is normally representative. We've got Dengasaurus, Denga, the Denganator. We've got Celo, Lolo, Kale, the Man United representative who loves his finances. And then today we've got a special guest in the house, Matty Murphy, all the way from Liverpool. Diehard scars are through and through. And of course, a member of the actual Liverpool Football Club. You can tell us why into detail, what, what, what it is that you do. But just before we do that, just going to say get a little hello from everybody here quickly. How's everyone doing? Are we all good? Yeah, all good. All good, bro. All good. All Can't good. complain. All, all good. All good. I see, I see Rich has got a haircut. Um, yeah, so we're all good. Yeah, fresh. Had to, had, had to get it done. Fresh cut, lads. You know how it is. <laughs> Right, Matty, how's it going? How's the weather there in Liverpool, man? All good. Thanks for having us, by the way. Um, the weather's okay at the moment. We had 20 degrees on Tuesday. We're dropping back down to nine. Um, so it's slowly but surely getting back to normal weather back you know, over in the UK. Um, but no, we're, we're all good. We're all good. The weather's okay. It's all better than normal. That's good, man. That's good. Um, Matty, guys, just so you know, to get Matty on the show, we had to create, um, we had to submit questions prior to actually putting them together because the Liverpool PR had to actually approve the questions that we ask him. So for the first half, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little bit of a Q&A sort of session with Matty and we're going to ask the questions that we have sent through. And afterwards, we'll free flow like we normally do where we discuss the, the coming fixtures of the weekend Premier League games. So without further ado, Matty, please let everyone know what it is that you do at Liverpool and who it is that you are and how it is that you become the man that it is that you are. I don't even know if that makes sense. You need to get a bit better on that, those lines, man. Please, come on. Jeez, Louise. It's been a long day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was a pretty grand um, introduction without actually being an introduction, wasn't it, Claudio? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, as I say, so, so first, as I've said before, thanks for having us on. Um, to give a bit of context about myself at the moment, I'm currently... Um, uh, Liverpool Football Club's uh, Foundation Disability Coordinator. So that's the charity part of the football club. You'll see a lot, especially within the lockdown over in the UK. Uh, a lot of the work that the football... Can everyone hear him? Matty, no, 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 we've lost no. you. We've lost you. We've lost the sound. Oh, he's back? No? No? He's gone. Oh, it's nothing like a little bit of a technical issue when we, we're doing a live stream. That's just how these things go, unfortunately. Are, are you back, Matty? You're back. It's yeah, the, yes. I keep, the internet yes. keeps dropping in and out, so I'll try and speak quick. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I basically at the moment provide sport and opportunities for, um, part of, you know, for children and adults around the city with um, disabilities and additional needs. So the way I've got to there is I started out, you know, just your normal grassroots football coach wanting to go a little bit further after dropping out a, a sort of, you know, I have fits and starts within football clubs. The last, like the, the one of 15 was Accrington Stanley, which if anyone's seen the famous advert with Ian Rush on, um, will know Accrington Stanley, especially at the time I was there, was sort of bottom of the battle league too. But um, I, was only, I wasn't there for very long, let's put it that way. There was no real career, but I wanted to stay in football. Um, from that, I was fortunate enough then, the first sort of engagement with Liverpool was at 19. So I um, I represented the Football Club's International Academy. So I travelled far and wide. I was fortunate enough to drop into South Africa a few times as well um, and, and be able to bring bring Liverpool to, to you know, the, all four corners of the globe and, 
and as someone who's I, I can look out of my window now and I can see I can see the arches of the main stand. Um, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty um, fortunate to be able to represent the football club and since the age of 19 and I'm getting on a bit now, um, you know, to be able to represent the football club that I follow home and away. So through that, I've had experiences of playing with some games with the legends. I've had experiences of, of travelling to the likes of Malawi and, you know, I've... You know, I've had I've had some unbelievable experiences where I've been fortunate enough to be able to say that you know I represent and I'll argue till the day I die that Liverpool the, the best football club in the world and I've been able to represent them and now I do <laughs> a, a job you know right That's on the man. doorstep of my own home. <laughs> Sorry for the rest of you, but it is true. Uh, still the most successful football club <laughs> yeah, in our country anyway. Just I do, I I to just like a bit of just I couldn't yeah man some of the stuff that you're saying you know you know so to like just, just take it with a pinch of salt Sano. yeah I have to, man. I guess yes he has to be biased Matty has to be biased but it's okay I understand you know last time last time, last time last time we had a Liverpool coach on here that a former Liverpool coach that supports Man United so he knows what's going on so yeah so no, there's no changes from me I'll tell you that now yeah I can't even argue good. at West Ham because the only time I've been down there we lost in the FA Cup that dog Bonner last minute in an extra time. Oh, that hit us from Pius Cross. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> last time we played at the game. ground. Oh, not, not for me, not when you've got four, a four-hour journey back up to Liverpool on a Tuesday, Wednesday night on an FA Cup replay or whatever it was. They're not the journeys you want to have after <laughs> you've lost. Um, but no, I think in a roundabout way and also sort of finding out that I've had not a great luck going away to West Ham. Um, that's pretty much me. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the standard. And you, you've mentioned you've made your trip out to South Africa. I don't know how you met uh, or how you found some of the South Africans down here, Matty. Uh, but Christy, one of the ones that you did find, Christy Jade Cunningham yeah. says, um, you're welcome and she's sending a lot of warm weather your way. So that's a little... We need Wonga, do you want to go ahead and ask the questions that yeah. you submitted and then we can see what Matty has for you from that side? Yeah, I mean... Uh... I'll also, I mean, because Nick is not, I'll also one of his one was, um, and I was also interested in it, what um, your role as the as the disability coordinator of, of the LFC Foundation, what what does it entail? What should, what do you do? And what, what does that disability foundation do as well? What is their purpose? Oh, you... I can't, we can't hear you, eh? Was it just oh, sound. Sound went again. Not Not I think when this happens, I think let's troubleshoot this, guys. When this happens, let's beatbox. Can you beatbox there, Rich? Have you got me back? <laughs> yeah, we got you back. Yes, you back. You back. My signal. Apologies. Um, no, somebody next door must be taking our internet signal. Uh, <laughs> no, um, so to start with the foundation, basically, the, the aim of the foundation is to. Uh, the sort of strap line for us is to, to create life-changing opportunities for children and families within the city and, and even further afield. Um, so we do many things. So it's, whether we're coaching, we coach mainstream football, we, we, we tackle youth and antisocial behaviour. We work, as I do, in, in disability sport. We have a dedicated you know, women and girls programme to be able to provide sporting opportunities in many different fields. Um, we also support school work, whether that's primary school and secondary school. So you've got your your six-year-olds up to 11 and then 11, 12, all the way up to, to um, 18 and for, you know, beyond. Um, so basically a found, the foundation's not, not 
solely a football organization. It's an organization for good. Um, if that makes a bit more sense. Uh, then yeah. you go to my specific role. So as a disability coordinator, my day-to-day role at the moment is to is to be able to, first of all, sustain the, the delivery that we do at the moment. So I have a small coaching team, which deliver football sessions mainly, but there is a multi-sports aspect where we will do other sports, whether cricket, um, tennis, all basketball, adapted sports as well, the likes of boccia, which is similar to bowling, seated basketball, seated volleyball. We do all different types of sports to be able to tailor to different additional needs and disabilities and impairments. Um, a lot of it recently has gone online. So we've been doing a lot like yourselves now, which has been spot on being able to listen to bits of the shows that you've done. We've done a lot of, you know, delivery via Zoom, Microsoft Teams, all, you know, all, all the other different varying um, online platforms to be able to just bring opportunities to, to play and socialise uh, for, uh, for our participants. Maddie, um, sorry, Wanga. Uh, I just wanted to ask, how, how committed is the, the UK in general to promoting uh, disabilities in, in football, for example? I think, especially from where I am now, is, is I've worked in disability sports around even when I was working at the academy. So when I worked with the young age groups at the academy, I was working in disability sports as well. And I think rather than highlighting the disability for me is football, especially is for all. So it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, where you're from, you know, call a creed, what have you, football's for everybody. And, and, you know, there's ways and means in which for everybody to play football in some form. So for me, it's, it's basically a case of, you know, rather than promoting the disability, it's promoting that football, you know, what football is. You know, it's, you, you'll, see, you'll see yourselves, you know, you'll, you'll see there's, there's many different types of football, different ways of football, especially what we do. Like my most exciting form of delivery that I do through the week is wheelchair football. It's unbelievable, great game. You know, the the stand that you want to see some of the skills and talents that some of the the wheelchair footballers I've I've coached have got. Being able to manage a chair, manage you know what they do on the pitch, manage how they travel, who else is on the pitch. It's it, it's unbelievable. If you were to watch it, you know, to watch it and see, you'd be you'd be pretty amazed. That's amazing. That's, That's awesome. Great. Yeah. Yes, hello. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking. I was also. I saw a couple of times on Instagram where uh, they were doing. Uh, uh, they were playing um, soccer with the, with the blind people, and then some people weren't blind, but they also went and they 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 blindfolded themselves. But geez, some of the thing, like I don't know if they put sounds or anything, but. Yeah, some of the stuff I saw there, I couldn't believe it. I would probably be <laughs> behind the goals if I had to put blindfolds on. But uh, yeah, it's actually quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, use the se- use the senses, use the use the senses, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but Matty, how's how's um how's COVID affected you know your role? I know obviously it it, it must have you know affected it a lot because obviously. Um, the the professional level is what um, is allowed to continue, but the the development or amateur levels are, are the ones that are not allowed to 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 obviously continue. And I think recent it's only now that they've allowed people to 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 go to sports grounds and so on. You know, I think last was it last week I saw people going back, you know, to fields and running around and um, playing um, golf and all other all other all other kinds of sports. Yeah, so. I think I think like everybody, you know, COVID's affected 
sport in in all kinds of ways. I think specifically back home is a lot a lot of our delivery and a lot of my role went on Zoom and Microsoft Teams. So when you know went video calls and what have you. The effect for this is is from my point of view now is that a lot a lot of the people I work with either can't or don't have the capability to access the way we're accessing this call now. So we had to sort of reinvent ourselves as to how we could deliver. We were fortunate enough that we were still delivering to the majority of our participants via Zoom, but it become more social. So again, similar to yourselves, you know, having a you know having a show like this, being able to converse with other people, that's what we done. We we sort of we, we reinvented ourselves by doing things like fantasy football and set up our own, but really it was in disguise of being able to have a conversation with people who we'd see weekly um, playing football. And I think for for you know for my personal role as the social aspect was the big one. Now for other programs that we have, it it become where the reinvention was everything was sort of ball mastery based. So by that it was you on your own, just working on different skills, working moving the ball with both feet, very much technical rather than, you know, the, the sort of physical and tactical sides of the game, um, which was a benefit, you know, because there was nothing else really. You couldn't go out, as, as you just said there, is we only were just allowed out to play football in terms of grassroots on Monday, and that's only outdoor sport. So a lot of five-a-side indoor sport can't happen for, I think it's maybe the next month or two. Um so it's, I, th- I think you'll see COVID, the, the big effects being the mental health, you know what I mean, in terms of, of, of routine, especially I, I work with a lot of autistic children and adults where, you know, routine's key and routine's being shattered. And, oh. you know, we've sort of had to, re, you know, I keep saying reinvent, but we've also had to reinvent the routine and, and, mm. and we have done, but it's taken a long, 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 long time to do. Um, and, Let's be honest. The day the day we can finally all get out globally, you know, the better. Yeah. Jeez, man, but that's that's tricky. Just like you said, the routine part, and especially when someone's used to going outside, and all of a sudden they're restricted within the homes, and now the responsibilities falling on the parents' side. I mean, that makes it very, very tricky just to make sure that the kids are doing stuff. Um, but but Matt, I want to ask you. I mean, you you doing something very few people get to do. In a sense, you're living out your dream. You've grown up being a diehard Liverpool fan. You've been with Liverpool for 10 plus odd years from whether, like you said, you coached as a lead coach there in Dubai from the International Academy. You made your way to South Africa. How does one who isn't from the UK or from Liverpool become or get the chance to become a Liverpool coach, if that makes sense, if they were aspiring to do the things that you're doing? Beatbox, oh, guys. It's, it's so, cute for win, beatbox. Start winning win again. <laughs> Listen, Matt, you really shouldn't be having the problems, your Wi-Fi problems you're having there, man. We're living in South Africa, yeah. We've got load shedding. We've got beatboxes. <laughs> What's going on there? Does he know what load shedding think, is? Oh, yeah, back. I'm a back. It's yes. It's not so much the internet. It's it's that there's that many people on the internet because there's a few people back home here. They've, you know, there's about three or oh, four different enough. devices from everybody. That's what it is. Mm, um, okay. That makes sense. Cloud, again, I'll keep I'll I'll try and speak quick, but 
apologies because in this accent speaking quick becomes difficult to understand um, <laughs> yeah, so when we it's hard enough here uh, listening to jimmy carriger now we have to but we've learned we've learned how we've learned how to listen oh. to him so we'll, we'll it, learn how to listen to you it's fine i've, I've listened to aaron crystal speak more than enough yeah. so i've got used to it so it's all good he's from, he's from kirby as well i think so his accent's strong <laughs> uh, you might, I'm sure Claudio can rustle up some uh, subtitles somewhere along the way for when it goes out. You know? <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Um, so you're going to make me work overtime there, man. Come on, make, make me pull an all nighter. Jesus. Oh, wow. for it. This is you that asked for it. No, um, I think I think from, from that perspective, I, I, I was very fortunate. You know what I mean? I, I, I I think I think you will all agree that you know once you start playing football as a young a young kid and and, and you support a team that's you know you, you wake up every morning wanting to play for them and you know I wasn't fortunate enough to to, to play for Liverpool like you know I, I went to school with John Flanagan who was fortunate enough to you know to play games for Liverpool playing under Kenny Dalglish you know Kenny Dalglish my hero although I wasn't old enough to watch him play live he was still he was the one who the my dad my uncle and all that loved so he was the player who I I sort of idolised now. You know, you get you get to nineteen, and all of a sudden you're wearing the Liverpool strip, and you, you you're travelling far and wide. You're also working with, hope you know, hopefully will become the future talent of the football club. And you're going, how? How have I got to this point? There's a lot of hard work goes goes into it. Where there's you know, if you're looking formalities, you're looking coaching badges, you're looking hard hours out on you know on the pitch. Whether it's you know with grassroots teams, whether it's in organisations, clubs, what have you. You, you've, it, it's basically hard work pays off. The same advice that players will be getting, it's the same for coaches. Hard work pays off, and and I'm not like you know I'm not blowing smoke up myself or nothing. But you know I had to, I had to work hard, and I'm, I'm very hard to work for a football club like Liverpool. It's not even with the with the with the fan head on. It's 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 a big football club in itself, and it's own right. And and you've got you've got to be the right type of person to to, to represent what the football club represents, and yeah. and. For, to to be able to to work for the football club coming up to ten years is 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 quite quite an achievement. But also, you know, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do anything else because you know, again, as as you alluded to, Claudio, it's, it's sort of a dream to work for Liverpool for me personally. Just like it be, you know, for West Ham for yourself, Richard. And then we've got if I'm right in saying Arsenal, Man United, um, yep. which I don't know who'd want to work for Man United, but um, <laughs> now what he said. Exactly, exactly. I agree with you, Matty. Don't worry. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. I've got a couple of good mates at Man United, to be fair, who do good work. So, you know, I'm, oh, on, I'm, I'm, only having, I'm only having the digs because, you know, some rivals on the pitch. <laughs> um, Matty, if we're going to keep it on the pitch, uh, we've got a question here saying, because obviously the post, the, 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 one, the one of the posts we put out of you was a picture of you and Klopp. And yeah. we've got a question from Jason saying, what was it like meeting him when you first met him? Well, first of all, he's a lot taller than he looks on telly, and he looks tall on the telly. Um, <laughs> picture, yeah, with that picture, you, I'm like, is is Matt short or is was top four? <laughs> he's he's tall and he's slouching there as well. To be fair, um, but now he's it, it, it was it when 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 I first met, so I've I've met him a couple of times. The first one was in was, no, the first one was the photo that I sent over. We were um, so we were. Beatbox, beatbox, let's get it going. Wonga, where's your beatbox, bro? Come on now. That's tough. But also, guys, what would you do if you met Klopp? Even you there, Silo, if you were a United fan and you met Klopp, what would you do? No, I would I would say, can I get a photo? 
<laughs> like Matt did. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll ask, I'll ask for a photo. You know, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a football um, legend, not just uh, yeah. The coach, co- the, the club he coaches is, is is relevant. You know, what I mean, I think he's a can appreciate um, the, the 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 ability as a coach. You know, what I mean, so same thing with 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 uh, Pep. You know, great coaches. You know, what I mean, um, and res- you gotta respect um, the stuff that they've done at their respective clubs currently and the clubs that they've coached before. I just yeah. love his character. I love his character. I can just imagine that he'd be a top lad, absolute mm. top lad to be around. You can just see he yeah. he's super. Only friendly. rich guys. Only rich would probably meet Klopp and say you're a top lad. Eh? I'll, just <laughs> say. <laughs> I'll say he's a, I'll say he's a top lad, and I have a you're, beer with him. You're a ledge, a ledge. <laughs> he's a ledge there, Klopp. Right, Matt. Let's let's get back I'm to back. what you were saying about Klopp there. Apologies. So when I met him, we were doing an um, an event for a local journalists. So you'll have seen that. I think you'll have seen online, especially you, Claudio, was the likes of James Pierce, and the like were up. And we 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 were doing an um a visual impairment uh, awareness session. So just to sort of you know give an understanding to the local journalists as to to what VI football is, how it works, the different rules. But what they didn't know and what we knew is that Jürgen was coming um for the last five minutes while he was doing blindfolded penalties. Um, and he walked in and you almost felt his presence it was a bit not airy as such but you would how do you approach the man because this is the man who you know he's, he's been successful before us he's come to Liverpool and and automatically hit it off he's called himself the normal one and you know sort of having a bit of not, not a dig at what Mourinho said years back but sort of his own sort of twist but you know I think Liverpool fans loved him from then and then myself being a big red and, and he walks in it, it was sort of wow then he walks in, he's laughing at the other journalists, taking penalties, just just having fun, just as if he was one of you or I. And then I, I, I've asked him the question, I said, Jürgen, will you take a penalty? And he took his glasses off and threw the blindfold on before I'd finished the sentence. Um, and the, pros, the process for taking a penalty in VI football is you tap the posts and the crossbar so that the person coming to take the penalty oh. know, knows where to aim due to, you know, obviously the sensory... Um, you know, the stronger mm. senses that they use, obviously the hearing. So um before the post had even been hit, Jürgen's finished it, celebrated and then lifted his blindfold up just to check that he'd scored and just went to <laughs> use glasses anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it just settled everybody else. And and afterwards I think as I say, I'm, I'm one of the few who's who's you know, I can boast that I've I've had a Jürgen clock hug and to be fair, his arms got wrapped around you twice again as he's that big and, and <laughs> he he was he, he, he was he was just I, th- I think the best way to put it as much as you see him as a, as a, a sort of a figure of authority a figure of, of, of power within a football club he, he was just like anyone else and it was a great person to speak to and be around and and to, you know the, the photo that I got there I think you can tell by the cheesy grin on my face is, is I was quite happy with that photograph um, <laughs> and and to be fair it becomes even more powerful now that he's he's won the trophies that he's won for us and you know. You know, in terms of the league trophy and all that, I think he he, he can do no wrong in, in any of our eyes, to be fair. Mm. It's so refreshing to hear that, honestly, because, you know, having done what he's done and, and achieved the most amazing things that he has, you know, the fact that he can still come down to a training session like that and, you know, be so friendly with everyone, it just it says a lot about the man. So, you know, I've got a lot of respect for him mm. after hearing yeah. something like that. It's, it's, it's fantastic to hear that he's, that he's got that in his locker. That's awesome. Proper, proper. Yeah, um, we, we've got another question coming here, Matt, from Scott. 
who's asked, and Scott actually is not too far from you. I mean, for us, it's quite far, but for you, Scotland might still be a distance if you had to walk there. But I mean, it's, it's a quick ride there. I mean, you've, dr- you've taken a bus to Madrid, so going to Scotland's pretty easy. But he's asked, um, what has been the biggest influence in your career and why? Wonga, what's been uh, the biggest what? influence in your career? In my career? Yeah. Emil Smith Rowe. That's why I put him in team of the year. Emil Smith Rowe. Wow, 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 wow. That's it. I'm a back. Have you got yes, me? Yes, I do like Emil Smith Rowe, by the way. I think he's a, a decent little footballer, to be fair. Quite but the tired. question, though, Matt, I'll give you that. But is he good enough to make the Premier League all star 11 for this season? Smith Rowe, is he good enough? He's not played enough games. I think that's that's sort of bottom. Thank you, Wonga. Thank you, Wonga. Thank you, Wonga. Thank you, Wonga. But he's a talent. Wonga, you see, you see. Keep the peace. (laughs) (laughs) What about who did he bring? Fabinho. Fabinho, can he make centre back? uh, The centre back uh, 11, best 11 for for the league. Can he do it? The simple answer for me. No bias, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you hear that? He said yes, definitely. Yeah. One That's what going to ask. It's the wrong person to ask, man. <laughs> I think it's exactly the right person to ask. But Matt, no, let's no. let's hear that question. That question, the influence in your career and why. I, I don't think I could single out one. I think I think the biggest influence would obviously be you know the the passion I have for football. You know, it's I think. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who've got a passion for football, but I, I sort of got to an age where I never wanted to to drop out of football. I always wanted to do some form of football as, as a job, and you know, coaching was that perfect role. It was it was you know, it's, it's second to to playing, isn't it? And in terms of influences of people who I worked with, there was there was I took a lot of you know I took a lot of a lot of stuff from grassroots coaches who I worked with because. Yeah, the, the the coaching sessions that those grassroots coaches that I was managed by and worked with, you know, may not have been Premier League standard or academy standard or what have you, but the way in which they treated people, the way in which they treated us as, as kids and young adults was 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 quite special. Um, I think then when I started to move into working with Liverpool, there was names sort of the likes of Adam Flynn, who works in America, Mike Yates, who still works with Liverpool, were two people who, who I was fortunate enough to work with when I was starting out at the um, International Academy at Liverpool. Then you've got the likes of his Claudio Nose and Godfrey. And then I worked with some good coaches, like the likes of Hockey U was on. And then you've got you've got a lot of other That was Chris, by the way, stuff. in case you guys yeah. missed that. That was Chris Ochi. That's who he was so, talking about. I remember the, 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 Wigan, the, Wigan, the Wigan men. The Wigan men. The Wigan yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was fortunate enough to work with a lot of good coaches whose, whose names people probably, well, will probably don't know, you know what I mean? Is is mm. you know, I think the experience also shaped, you know, I'm I'm i big for me, you know, being able to go and coach in Dubai and see what was different, being able to coach in South Africa, see what was different, to work with different talents, to work with going into countries with language barriers. That, that that's an, another big one. I think and again you'll all laugh is that every more or less every foreign country I've been to, they've had to translate from Scouse to English, English to their <laughs> local tongue. So <laughs> You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's quite a difficulty. And then, and then you know, but to be able to do that, them experiences have shaped where I am now. Um, so it's, it, you know, they were the big things for me. I think it was, there was not so much people. It was more experiences and, and, and yeah, and, and the accent. 
And yeah. to, to those of you online watching us live right now, just give us a rating from one to 10 on how hard it is to actually listen <laughs> or translate the Scouse accent. Settle, you've got two questions that you've written down that were actually approved. Why don't you give them a go there, man? Yeah, no, I think, I think um, yeah, I already asked one of them already. Um, and then who's the most talented uh, player that you've coached? Um, so I think in terms of talent, it's been alluded to in a few questions, but I was fortunate enough even before I worked for Liverpool to, to work with Curtis Jones um, at the age of seven. And I think wow. I think it's showing now at 18, 19. Wow. And he's some talent. But even at that age, he was he was confident enough to say that he'd be there. He, I remember asking him a question and I'll... One oh, wait. Oh, wait. You went, you went quiet. You went quiet again. Ah, <laughs> oh, just... It's a sweet spot, man. It's the sweetest, the sweetest spot. You know, but from but one, one to ten, guys, what what would you give Curtis Jones right? Curtis Jones right now, at nineteen years old, twenty. I mean, making he's ten. got a lot of games this season. You give him a ten. Ten. Now, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give him an eight. I'll, I'll give him an eight. I'll, I'll I give him an eight as well. I, I think he's definitely the one of one of the best uh, English English up and coming midfielders. Definitely. I was actually I was looking at the, the starting lineups for the under twenty one games. And the first yeah. two games he didn't he didn't start. He came off he came on uh, he came off the bench and he only started yesterday's game. Um and he scored and he got a red card. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, exactly. why does why isn't he starting? You know, they were starting um the, oh. the Evertonian kid, Davies. Tom um, Davies. Tom Davies and um I forgot who who else they were starting in the midfield. But yeah, they've got so many good players. Yeah, but that was a shock a of them going out, eh? Yeah, I didn't no, the twenty ones to go out so quickly. The guy needs to get fired, yeah. But yeah, but but yeah, Matt, is, as you team? think. I'm a back again. I'm yeah, yeah Maddie's no back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think so. As I say, you know, I asked him the question: what What's being said to you up at the academy? And he basically went, "If I carry on playing as I, if I carry on doing as I am, I'll um, I'll make it. You know, I'll, I'll play first team." And it's a bit like at seven years of age. Wow, you know, and that's that's ultimate belief in in his ability. Sure. And I think, you know, he was so good that was both feet. He was comfortable on the ball. He could move. He could twist. He could turn. He could do everything. He was playing. At the age of seven, he was playing against the older boys and girls in school and, and, and very much more or less the best player there. And I was fortunate enough to be able to play a very, very, very tiny part in, in you know, his, his early learning. And then I think it's an achievement of any footballer who gets from the age he did at the academy, you know, at any academy or any centre of excellence to get to first team. Um, and I think... Although we've had injuries this season, Liverpool were quite blessed with with you know talented midfielders, and for him to be able to play the amount of games he's had both last season and this season is again testament to that ability. Um, and it's 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 great to see him. It's 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 sort of it's you know it puts a smile on your face when you see him walk onto the pitch, whether it's you know he's on the touchline coming on off the bench or whether he's starting games. And plus, the other thing that must be big for him is wearing Stevie's old number in 17s. So, you know, it's, it's a bit of a fairy tale, isn't it? So, yeah, Curtis yeah, is. is the one that I've worked with who, who you'd know who I'd say was the about the best. Awesome, that's great. And, and then, and then, and then, in terms of the Premier League as a whole, um, you know, who, who excites you right now in the Premier League across, across the whole Premier League? I think, I think there's quite a few. Um, I know one has mentioned the likes of Emil Smith Rowe if he plays more games. Um, hey, look at Wonga. Wonga's chuffed to that one, Matt. He's like, <laughs> yeah, is. boy. Yeah, oh, boy. I like, I like, <laughs> for me now at the moment, I think, I think, 
I'll, I'll mention a West Ham lad as well. I know he's not a young talent, but Thomas Suchet, wherever the West Ham yes, are from, what a mate. player. Um, I won't be mentioning United players, though I can't. I can't bring myself to <laughs> That's fine. Uh, That's fine, mate. You can stay. You can stay, mate. That's fine. Uh, but I think, I think everyone will look at the likes of Phil Foden. Um, you, you'll look at it again, and I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up West Ham, but Declan Rice in midfield, really good midfielder. But the yeah. one player for me, which I love watching at the moment, is uh, Jack Grealish. Because I think he, he's just a breath of fresh air to football in general. Um, you know, he, he, the, the, the tricks and skills that he does, I think if he, if he was playing in La Liga or he was playing, you know, even with a team like PSG in France, people would be raving yeah. about him. Yeah. I, I, I think he's brilliant. I think he's, you know, definitely gifted both feet. There's a swagger about him. He's, he's every modern football sort of is. Um, and you see some of the you know the chances he creates, the passages of play, he starts and the goals he scores. You, you know, he'd be the one like he'd be the one that I enjoy watching most. Matty, do you think no, that he do you think that he needs to at times stay on his feet more often, or do you think he gets a bit of um, bad stick sometimes from from fans and and the press and stuff like that when it comes to going to ground? Um, it's a difficult one because. The, the, I think all, there's a lot of footballers who are easy to go down, but then at times should go down and don't. And yeah, guys, but do you think Jack Grealish is staying at Aston Villa of the season? Do you think he's there at the season? What is it? Is it staying at Aston Villa in the season? No, I'm asking. Do you think he's leaving, or do you think they're keeping him somewhere? <sighs> but but you know the thing is is that he signed a new contract last season, right? Yeah, um, it's going to take a lot of money to get him to and, go. And obviously, we don't know what was said to him to to keep him at the club so you know sometimes these 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 deals are done with the agents the agents say okay listen um we we signed this contract for five years or whatever but if we get an offer of 60 70 million whatever it is a value they put a value on it and say 60 70 million then you can leave and i think it's probably one of those but the problem is who's going to spend that kind of money on one player right now wow. in this market, you try, you trying to, okay. you trying to, you trying to cost cut. You know what I mean? Can you guys not see him going to the likes of a PSG? I know uh, Matt's already said he's like, listen, if the lad goes to PSG, um, if they, yeah. I mean, technically they got the cash. Could you imagine seeing him play, strut his stuff there in Paris? I think all of a sudden he becomes a world beater, and he's he, he will make he'll rip that league a new one. I reckon. I don't know. Sorry, Matt, but you were saying just before you got cut off there. Again, apologies for the with the sound issues. Um, I just I think in terms in terms of the, you know the question being about you know does he go down too easy does he not is as I said he, he works in small spaces so he's very much when you see him on the ball he's comfortable trying to play in between two and three players now that's going to come with with you know sort of you know your your potential to to be to take bumps to take knocks the other thing is you don't realise how fast the players are going you know what I mean so the speed of players are going. The tiniest of touch, which may seem like somebody's gone down because you know for, for no apparent reason, or that they're trying to gain advantages or stuff like that. You know, oh, Matt, you sound like a modern uh, football fan and modern English football fan. I feel like if we got to go like back ten years, everyone would say this is ludicrous. But you, you know what? You could do really well in the Liga right now. You just come up with a thesis explaining why players go down. I love it. Uh, thank you. Thank it you. you why do well always goes down. <laughs> <laughs> it it. very much why he goes down. Explains why he's also top goal scorer still in the league. And Matty, why is it that why is it that every single time you guys play us at the London Stadium, Mo Salah scores on the break from our corner? It's happened like the last three times now. I'm pulling my hair out. Like, will we will we ever learn? It just keeps happening. It's so frustrating. He's it, it, deadly. It, 
It's a shame he keeps getting in behind Aaron Cresswell as well. And I do like Aaron Cresswell, but, you know, I don't know whether it's just because he, have, he likes Liverpool that he's allowing Mo in. You might have to have a word with, uh, with Mr Cresswell. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might. But he's, he's had a great... Uh, Chris was actually had a great season this season, in fairness. I think he's been great, so fair play to the lad. He's, I think he's got the most assists of any defender in the league, so showing some good form, which is great, great to see for us. The Skulls is doing the business for us. Love to see it. <laughs> but, but the question around Cresswell, though, does, like, especially we've spoke, we've touched on this before, guys, like where, when a side, when players get selected for the international squad... Generally speaking, they follow form, right? So should his name not be? I know, I know one position that England or positions England are blessed with are fullbacks, but should he not be thrown into the mix at the moment for the Euros at the left back position? I don't know what everyone's thoughts are regarding that. They take two, two. They take two left backs, and Southgate will pick the guy who's been who's who he's been picking, which is Chilwell, and then he and obviously now the new the the person that that's come into form is is Shaw. So it's between Shaw and Cresswell basically. Uh, because Chilwell seems like he's the first choice because he started against Poland yesterday. That's that's what it seems like. I think yeah, if you're informed, I mean, sorry, sorry, Rich. I think if you're informed, you've got to be considered, haven't you? But True. I think I think just the certain players are coming into form, the players who are already there are in form as well. I think if you're looking at Chilwell, may have been the one at one point which you'd have looked at dropping out because of you know Tuchel's preference on fullbacks, but. He's he's fought his way back into Chelsea's side after you know after the, a brief spell out and you know again I, I I'll put it there I'm I'm no England fan I'm more if I'm anyone I'm the Republic of Ireland and let's be honest their form's not great in any way shape or form so I can't even go on talking about our players in that sense but in, <laughs> in terms in terms of England um, I think there's positions which they're blessed with players in they like fullback there's positions where they're blessed with players in terms of going forward as well and. You know, or players that play in that ten, in the number ten role. You know what I mean? Madison, yeah. Grealish, Sterling, Foden. You know, there's yeah. England are blessed with players, but you know, it, you, it, go on. Sorry. Interesting thing when you're saying that you're a Republic Island fan. How do you feel about England taking Rice and and Grealish? Oh, Declan Rice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it's a change from us taking English players anyway, isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. No, it's it's actually interesting, man. I think these guys one 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 moment they're playing, you know, under 15s for Republic of Ireland or Scotland or whatever it is, and then next thing they they decide to to change allegiances, which is yeah, it's yeah. I guess I guess it's what happens in modern day football. It happens a lot, and we shouldn't yeah. be surprised. No, definitely. Yeah. Um... Guys, seeing as we on the international topic, and we had a very interesting call on Tuesday where we spoke about the significance and the importance of having youth players within the international setup. Matty, with regards to where England are at now, and you've mentioned a lot of positions in the number 10 sort of position, and we got the fullbacks there. In terms of where they rank, I mean, currently, I think one of their best international rankings now, are you very optimistic about the future of England with the current crop of youngsters coming through? I think you've got to be. I think you look at you look at the amount of the clubs, especially top six now, have got English players playing and young English players playing. You know, we're fortunate with the likes of you know it's centre half Joe Gomez when he you know when he's being fit. You know, you've got Curtis Jones playing further forward. Then you've got Man City with Sterling and Foden. You've got United with Luke Shaw. Um, even I know obviously due to injuries and that, but you've got the keeper Dean Anderson. You've got Maguire. You know, 
the top the, the top sides, the top six sides, even current top six sides will go with uh, uh, you know a blessed with English talent. So if you're an England fan, you should be quite enthusiastic about England's chances. But the way England seems to do things is, is and it's something my dad always says is, is they always snatch you know snatch the feet from the jaws of victory. So you know it's <laughs> It's it's very much you know if 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 England could sort of you know click into action and 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 you know play players the players suggest they could play then they've got yeah. chances but it's 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 that key thing is 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 gelling playing together I think Germany a case in point Germany always start in tournaments terribly and then all of a sudden end up semi finals final and and usually end up running away with the trophy but you know with England qualifying the um, you know the qualifying games, the brilliant, and then all of a sudden they get to certain, you know, the latter parts of tournaments, and yeah. you know for whatever reason it just doesn't work out. And they must just avoid the, the Portuguese, and they'll there. be fine, Matty. <laughs> well, we're just to the slaughter, mate. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that one before. That's quality. That's quite cool. Yeah, he's, he's been on form. He's been on form. He's He's got four goals. Four goals in international break. Uh, yeah, he's been on. He's been on hot form. Um, and and th- th- that obviously bodes well for for Liverpool um, coming into into the weekend against uh, Wonga and his Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, we might as well talk about that one now. The Arsenal versus Liverpool game. I mean, we do have Wonga who says um, some factual things from time to time. Matthew, what do you think is <laughs> going to happen here this week, this weekend rather? I mean, we we need we need to catch up for the top four spot, the Champions League position there. See, catch think- Richards, men. <laughs> West Ham are in good form, and although we seem to, we, we did, you know, give them a bit of a doing. Like, um, we won't bring that up, though, will we, Rich? Um, <laughs> no, but don't remind me, please. please. <laughs> I think in terms of the game at the weekend, though, it's it's probably an hard one to judge because Arsenal on the day are really good, but when they're not on the day, it can, it can be absolutely anything. I think same can be said for us this season. Um, I think if both teams turn up, it's going to, it'll be a great game. Arsenal, Arsenal, Liverpool games in the past have always produced goals. You know whether it's four four and Arshavin's getting four, or you know whether you know there's been five ones recently. Um, you know there's 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 goals in the game. It's it's just what teams turn up. I I I, I always believe Liverpool, if Liverpool come in and you know in you know, and play the way that we we can play and we have done consistently season you know for the last God knows how many seasons, three four seasons. You know, we beat anybody, but you know it's been difficult this season, and 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 anything can happen. Wongo, what's your take on it? <laughs> no, I agree with Matt. Um, the thing is, Arsenal as well. You just don't know what to expect. Um, but with that being said, I mean they've come a long way. I mean, when we were when we were, I was sixteenth. I think Liverpool were, were first, not first or second. I can't remember. Uh, but you guys are up, up there, and now, uh, I mean, we, we're closer to each other now, uh, but we're mid-table, and Liverpool is in definitely a position that um, they, they don't want to be in. But, um, yeah, I want, uh, my concern, my biggest concern is our defence. If Liverpool fire, if they're playing, if Sadio Mane, Firmino, and, and Salah are doing what they usually do, I, I can't see us. Jota, Jota will be starting, man. Jota has to Jota, start. Yeah. Jota, yeah. Jota has to start. Actually, yeah, Settle, that's a good Jota, question. Jota's on four. Yeah. yeah. Four, four goals, four goals in, in three games of international break. He has to start. 
Yes, yeah, Matt, Matthew, what's your, what's your take on that in terms of Jota coming in on form? We've got Firmino, who's obviously we all can see hasn't had the best of seasons. How do you think Klopp manages this situation? Is this like an end of an era for Firmino? We're going to start looking elsewhere or how do you think he handles all of this? I'm going to have to try and sit on the fence, if anything, because I like both players, but um, <laughs> it's, it, it's a difficult one. I think you've only got to look. I, I still believe and. It may sound like a biased opinion, but the four strikers we've got at the moment are, are top class. And and you look at the role that Jota plays and the role that Firmino plays are two completely different roles in a sense. You know, Firmino's not your out-and-out number nine, he, although he wears number nine on the back of his shirt. You look at where he picks up the ball, he picks up the ball more or less 10 yards deeper than a number nine would. But he causes, on his day, he causes all kinds of problems for holding midfielders and centre-halves because the whole midfielder doesn't know whether they should drop and the centre-half doesn't know whether he should come and get him. Yep. But in in saying that, you then look at Jota, who picks up great spaces between in the areas between full-backs and centre-backs. It's, you know, it's it's sort of which... I, I think the, the one thing Jürgen will be thinking about is which one hurts Arsenal the most. And, you know, whoever he goes with on Saturday, you know, I'm confident that they'll, you know, they'll do a good job for us. <laughs> Wonga, how does that make you feel seeing as you opened with Arsenal is the, the defence is where you're worried no I, I, I even probably Klopp and them are, are, they know that look if they can if they can just keep on putting pressure on the defence there's probably something's going to get through there I mean even I mean like uh, Tierney as well been very good this season but the last game we probably play against now um, us wasn't it the team um, yeah it was West Ham yeah, he was he the first the game goal away. Conceded. Yeah, that one. Yeah, three, three, first yeah. goal conceded. Uh, he's what he gave it away. And and asked, I, I I'm pretty sure I never looked it up, but I'm pretty sure the last six, I'm gonna stretch and say seven games we've played, we've literally conceded first in the Premier League. Because I've watched we've conceded and then we decided to come back. Or we've watched concede and then we 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 lose, you know. So it's it just depends. And that's how also Liverpool are also vulnerable. That's the nice thing as well. And I think we do have players too. You've got Aubameyang, um, Saka, Smith, Rue. Um, um, and and, and <laughs> one, player, one player, one player I think they should play. Smith, Rue. Uh, who, hasn't, who hasn't played a lot. Is, and I know he got injured. Is, is Martinelli. I think Martinelli for me He's also a player who, who can also cause uh, problems. Unfortunately, I mean, he's got injuries and um, I think they're just trying to manage that at the moment. But I, I think he could also be a problem if they're starting. Pepe, I don't know. I was I was also, watching a video today on Instagram um, of Sadio Mane's goal at the, the Emirates when he cut in from the right-hand side and bent one into the <laughs> top left corner. And, you know, the way, the way that we played against Arsenal last week, we got a lot of joy down the flanks. So I think that's definitely an area yeah. that Liverpool will have to exploit... Uh, they're going to get a positive result. I missed that. I missed that goal that you were talking about. We were. Um, I was coaching in Norway at the time, and we were on a ferry. Coaching Holland. Were you coaching Holland? Just tell. Just tell everyone you. That's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've just seen. I've just seen a clip that the Norwegian international side put out about him in top, the top corner in training. So if I can claim I've yeah. thought on that, then you know I, I should be so. I should be much higher. No way. Um, I claim. I claim the. You know the Emery Chan goal when he did the bicycle. Yeah. I claim that goal and the Giroud volley the other day because I worked with both of them on the mat and we did the volleys. <laughs> That's all I'm claiming it. So you can claim the Holland thing. But as you were, sorry, you were saying. Uh, no, we were not. So we seen we seen Mane chop inside and we were using some of these hotspots on the phone um, to, to watch the game. 
And as he chopped inside and the ball, he's, he's obviously swung his foot back to hit it. The signal went. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. missed the goal. Worst, worst, worst possible uh, timing. And what a finish it was. I know there was wasn't worst timing or was it the ferocity of the shot that just cut the signal? It could have been both. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Matty, let's talk about, I mean, when, when I met you in Madrid, you had some interesting fans sort of travel stories. What's the sort of craziest thing you've experienced when going to watch a Liverpool game? Um, now, I'm trying to think. We've... There's been a few because I think a lot of a lot of Liverpool fans do planes, trains, and automobiles to get to to European away games. Um, I've been as far as Qatar to watch them in the Club World Cup. I've been I've been as close as hard to Midlothian up in um, up in Scotland. So there's there's a few, but I think I think Madrid would be the craziest one because we were silly enough to decide that we we'd go on a minibus uh, which had no working windows and no air conditioning. Um, <laughs> And we'd we'd travel from. I think we left. We left the game was the Saturday. We left on the Wednesday. I think it was, um, and travelled all the way through France from you know England all the way down south to Dover through France and um, into Madrid with a stopover near uh, San Sebastian. And don't get me wrong, I wouldn't change the trip for the world, but I'll tell you now, I'll never do another mini bus to a match that far away ever again <laughs> in my life. Um, <laughs> But I think the year before, the year before, because I'd been working and, and, and couldn't get time off work up until just before the game, I, I, I paid a lot of money to, to fly direct to Kiev. Um, and unfortunately, there was disappointment in the game, although the, the trip was brilliant. So Madrid was a real experience. And um, yeah, any, any, anyone, anyone in the right mind will not travel to a football game for that length of time on a bus. Um <laughs> And trying to think of the other experiences, I remember my fa- my first European away game was against Udinese. Um, Henderson scored. Um, yeah, in the Europa League or back in 2012, and we we flew to we flew from Manchester to Milan, and then we had to get the train from Milan to Udine via Venice. So we get we get to Venice. And basically, we had two minutes to spare to get from train to train because the train coming in was delayed. So we've had to run over the, try and hop over the safest parts of the train tracks to get on there. We then get to Udine. There's a thousand Liverpool fans, more or less at the same time, turned up to the city, and only 29 taxis in the whole city. Jeez. Um, so there's, there's scrambling, for, scrambling to try and get a taxi. We get into a taxi. The taxi driver then says he's a Napoli fan. And we'd played them recently as well. So I thought, and we beat them. So it was sort of, well, where could this go? But then from there, we um, we were running late to try and get back into the centre to get up to the ground. And we had to get the local transport. But obviously, again, Scouse to English to Italian to try and ask where you needed to go on the bus. Good luck with that. It, it was, but I've had, I've had many different, you know, great oh, experiences. Goodness. Oh, wow, man. It's... You know, again, I'm fortunate enough to be able to be close enough to travel to watch my team. I know Claudio's done some amazing trips to, to even just to be in the areas in which Liverpool fans are for big games. And yeah. again, I've been all unbelievably fortunate. Matt, you need, to, you need to just you need to just learn a European language, man, because this <laughs> scouts to English thing won't, won't won't work. So at least just pick up Spanish, French, or Italian, something that you can speak scouts or that other language, because there's no English that you speak. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't change the accent, though. That's the problem. French scouts accent. <laughs> a, a French a French scouts accent. <laughs> it doesn't bear thinking about, does it? Bonjour. 
<laughs> oh, all right, guys, we might as well jump to the betting corner of our show. So, Matt, this is where we pretty much give our predictions for the coming Premier League fixtures of the weekend. And we're just going to jump straight into it. And the first game we're going to talk about is Leicester Man City. We're going to start with Rich. We're going to go Wonga, Selo, Matty, and then we're going to end off with me. And uh, let's be as honest as we can, shall we? Let's not be biased there. Am I right, Wonga? What do you know that's biased? <laughs> you know, guys, the most the most biased person is asking. Ah, but yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go with City on this one, two one. Uh, Leicester have been playing some decent stuff lately, but I just can't see um the machine that City is being derailed right now. They're playing so so well. Um, they just seem unstoppable. So I expect Leicester to get on the score sheet, but I I would expect uh, Man City to to pick up three points again. Yeah, I go with the with the two now. Um, I, I don't even I don't see Leicester scoring. I think yeah, Man City are going to try and I mean carry on their form. Yeah, I see a two now, and I, I think Leicester as well. Sometimes every time I watch them, they they're not as convincing um, as as I think um, they'd be when as I think they would be. But yeah, that's why I think I don't think they'll get a goal in behind. No, I think I think it's going to be a one-one. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, Leicester's been, you know, on form. Um, Kelechi Nacho, uh, former City uh, player, he's going to want to, you know, prove a point. He also did well yeah. in international break for Nigeria. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, Soyuncu, um, what's this? He's, he's obviously just come back from international break as well. You know, I think their players, you know, they, 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 they're gelling at the right, the right time. You know, I thought they were going to be falling away a bit. But they seeming to be, you know, quite strong. And obviously, I think Brendan Rodgers always tries to, you know, prove a point. Um, so I think it'll be a one-one. Um, I'll start with by saying so the FA don't come come looking. Is is I won't be placing any money on the betting. Um, <laughs> no, there's no money. There's no money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's banned. It's banned. It's banned for anyone who works for a football club. But in terms of predictions, I go. It's 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 not very bad, close. Not bad, yeah. that, that was unfair. Like, no, there's no money okay. here. No, don't worry about it. It's just in case the FA are listening. Um, <laughs> no, um, it, it all depends on if Madison plays. Uh, uh, James Madison's a great footballer. Who again, similar to yeah. Grealish is in that. You know, really good number ten, as has been mentioned. In Ian Acho's in, in really good form, and Vardy, regardless of forms, a, a threat and a danger in behind teams who play high lines and. Um, I think the game will be closer than people will probably expect, but you'd still expect, you know, City to do the business. Yeah, I mean, on paper, City should be doing the business, but I, you know, Brendan Rodgers, Matt, we know he likes showing up for the big ones from time to time, so it can cause the upset, and they won their first game this season, so I'm leaning towards what Seller was saying, a 1-1 draw, and James Madison, you know, is a player who feels himself, so I'm going to go with that 1-1. Next game, we're going to talk about Chelsea West Brom. Uh, Chelsea for sure. Uh, I think by by three clear goals. Uh, West Brom, they're pretty much down, as in my opinion, uh, along with Sheffield United, and then it's just that final relegation spot that that needs to be taken care of. But I just haven't seen enough from West Brom this season to to warrant them getting a result at the Bridge. So I'm going to go three 0 Chelsea. Um, Tuchel likes to keep it really tight. I, I don't see West Brom scoring either. Yeah, I agree with everything Richard has said. Um, I was just going to go for 3-0. If it's not 3, probably it will be more. 
Just, uh, yeah, just so Timo Werner not, not scoring, eh? Is that, is yeah, that definitely, definitely him not scoring, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys, that guy needs, needs, he needs some mooty. He needs some mooty from the show. Uh, I think, I think it's going to be a 2-0 to Chelsea. Chelsea don't score much, uh, but they, they, they don't concede. So I think 2-0. Um, I'm I'm going to be a bit controversial here, and I'm not going to say West Brom are going to win by any stretch. But Big Sam loves loves a good um, upset, um, and he likes to frustrate the you know the teams who like to try and play football. And the, 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 this game potentially could be nil nil one one. You know, and when I say one one, it, it it's very much you know it's it's not the goal where you're going to see great football. You're going to see it could be a corner, a throw in, you know, scramble and you know goal mount scramble, what have you. But I, I, I think there's potential for this one to be to be a draw and Big Sam pulling a fast one. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Big Sam thinking, oh, Tuchel's come in here thinking he's smart, but he's young and he's going to go, no, I can show them up. So, yeah. He did a similar thing as West Ham manager. I remember we went to the bridge and, and got a 0-0 draw and Chelsea had 31 shots yeah. and we somehow managed to get a point. So, yeah, Matty, you, you make a good point. He does like... Uh, getting a cheeky result there, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, I can definitely do that. And also, Matt, I want to ask you, if, if Timo Werner had made his way to Liverpool instead of Chelsea, do you think we'd be seeing a different player right now? Do you think it's a Chelsea effect or do you just think it's a player coping with England in general? I, th- I, I think it's the league more than anything because I, th- I think what you've got to look at is the, there's leagues which are just as technical as ours, but there's, there's probably no league as, as physical. Um at the moment, even though you know you go ten years further back and, and you're looking at you know there's all kind of, you know you've got players like your Roy Keane, your Patrick Vieira's, you know Steven Gerrard who throw tackles in for fun, which nowadays you wouldn't even you know the referee wouldn't think twice of throwing a card at you. But um, I think that's what it is. I think it's the physicality plus the the ability too. And and you've also got to think for the player is 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 he's never he's never lived outside of Germany as far as I'm aware. So is that a factor? There's loads. I think people just see the football and factors and, and is the other factors to it other than the football. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, but overall, I think my prediction there is going to be a 1-1 draw there with Chelsea West Brom. We're going to discuss the next one, that's the Arsenal Liverpool. That's exactly <laughs> what I need. The, the, the Arsenal versus... I think it's going to be a great weekend for Liverpool. That's what I'm, I'm banking for. That's what I'm hoping for. Arsenal versus Liverpool. Uh, wow, this is this is a tough one to call. Um, I just I fancy Liverpool here only because of of how we we cut Arsenal to pieces um, two weeks ago. You know they did get back in the game, fair enough, but they were they looked shaky at the back. Um, and you know Liverpool need need points, um, so I'm going to go with a with a two one win to Liverpool and and Sadio Mane to score. Steven Gerrard. Let's hear it, Maddie. Let's hear it. We got we got Christy asking to hear it. Come on now. It's it's the R. It's the R's with with the accent. You roll the R. So Christy, just for you, Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> Stephen Gerrard. Let's go one guy. <laughs> um, um. So yeah, this, uh, like with Matt, this is difficult. Not because I support Arsenal, but I I think both teams they they shaky. You don't know what to expect. And Liverpool haven't been as lethal. That's why I think we we do have a chance of surviving. Um, so I'd go for a two-two uh, during this one. Two-two, serious? Yeah. Is that yeah. your final answer? Hundred percent final answer. Do you want to ask a friend? Once <laughs> 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 I get you fifty-fifty, how about we ask the audience? I don't know what Cello, What's going on there, man? <laughs> the chest of the couch. 
Sorry, it's, in, I... it's, it's getting more Sorry. intimate with us, taking us to his room. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, he's trying nice. to woo you. He's trying to bring you back to South Africa. I don't no, know. What, you had no, good weather, no? I made to mind just arrived, so I don't want to be telling them to keep quiet. Uh, to telling telling to keep quiet. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Uh, so All I, right. Want, I don't want to say. You know what I mean? So let me let, let him rather speak. As long as, long as they don't use your Wi-Fi, so we don't have to beatbox. Nah, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Is it my turn for prediction? Yeah, bro. Yeah, we um, I see a two-one victory to Liverpool. Um, I think it's just having having two Liverpool fans on the show. Yeah, it makes sense. Two, 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 <laughs> two against one against against Wonga's one. So yeah, <laughs> I, that's the best football rationing. That's a that's a I love that rationale. <laughs> um. If, I'm not going to give any score because I don't like being the jinx. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> I think so. That's I'm, I'm 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 clearly sitting there with that. What I'm going to say is 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 the game could be you know it, it could be brilliant. It could have action. It could it could have everything. But in the same breath, it it could it, it could end up being a stay. You just don't know. It's it it there's there's so many you know inconsistencies and I, listen. I'm going to say I'm confident that Liverpool can win any game, and and, and hopefully, you know, nine, uh, ten o'clock on you know Saturday evening back home in in, in Liverpool, I'm I'm sitting here quite an happy person because we've gained three more points on the top four, and and we're you know we're we're on our way in, into the Real Madrid game next week in in decent form. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, first of all, I, if I do put money on anything, which I'm not putting money on this game, but if I do put <laughs> on anything, I go with the rationales that that uh, Celos put together because those are always for me the most convincing arguments when it comes to football. Because <laughs> as soon as you start trying to work anything out, uh, it becomes a nightmare. So I will say the one thing Liverpool do have going for them is the fact that they're not playing at home. So I'm going to take that into consideration. So I am leaning towards a, a Liverpool victory. So whether it be a two-one or a one-nil, that's what I'm going to say. But I also want to ask you, Matty, seeing as we are here, and I've been preaching this the whole season, how different would the season have been if the fans were allowed to be in the stadium? Although you can't for say for certain. But for Liverpool, for Liverpool though, how much of an well, impact does the crowd do for like have on Liverpool? See, I think although you can't say for certain, I think I think our support is I'm I'm always gonna say our support's the best, the best about because First of all, that support Liverpool, I work for Liverpool, and and I um I you know I'm, I'm also in the middle of it when I'm at the game. It's it's there's been some moments I've been at Anfield which have been unbelievable, and and you you, you could argue that the ball's been sucked in by by the cop at times. You look at Borussia Dortmund at home, um, you look at Barcelona, you know, a couple of seasons back where I was at the game at the new Camp where I, I couldn't quite believe we'd lost three 0 To be honest, I thought we played good football, but. When you've got talents like Messi on your side, um, you know anything can happen. But at Anfield, you know, I think it, it, it's very much. I think everybody, everybody's seen it, hear it, and, and hear people speak about it. Is it can be quite special. Um, and there is times where you believe there's twelve on the pitch because not not just the cop, but all four stands are singing and screaming, chanting, cheering, you know, making things hostile even for away teams as well in the nicest possible way. Um, but again, I'd, I'd, you know, I was fortunate enough to be in the ground as well in December when they had the you had November, December time when they, we were allowed a small number of fans. I've nice. got a ticket for the Wolves game where we won 4-0. Um, and I think I, I, I do think players reacted to, to, to atmospheres in, in their favour. You know what I mean? There's no better feeling if, if, if I was to sing Claudio's name now, which I'm not because the singing voice is awful anyway. 
you know, <laughs> with a smirk on his face. So, you know, same for same for the rest of you know the rest of these. Somebody's singing your name and the, the behind you and the for you and the singing songs which relate to the team that you play for. It's only going to give you a boost. Um, yeah. But without without saying for certain, I think you know things could be different. Um, but I think next season, if the supporters back in the stadiums in England, I think that'll show. Um, whether whether we were right to say what's being said there, in terms of would would the support make a difference? Yeah, oh, fair enough. Newcastle Spurs guys, and I want you guys to think about this one carefully, and then I want to ask Matty straight after you giving your prediction. Do you think Newcastle will survive? Can you, can Let's you, hear it, Rich. Me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Uh, no worries, Seller. Um, so I'm going with I'm going with Spurs here. Um, Sorry, Nick, if you're watching this. I just think uh, <laughs> Newcastle... You know what? I think Callum Wilson's back, actually. Callum Wilson might be back. So, oof. You know what? They are fighting They're fighting for their lives. Newcastle are fighting mm-hmm. for their lives. They need, they need a result. They're at home. Spurs, I mean, yeah, we brushed them aside, standard. Um, they haven't been amazing this season. I'm going to give Newcastle a point only because Callum Wilson's back and he's their only avenue to, to scoring goals. So I'm you going to go one one. You think Steve Bruce is going to get something out of this one? That's incredible. I only yeah, only yeah, because yeah. of Callum Wilson. That's the only reason. If, if he wasn't playing, no. But I'll give them a point. Spurs haven't been great away from home. You can just hear Nick yeah. shouting, "Our oh, the lads. All right, Bonga, let's hear it. I think, yeah, I think Richard is right. It's the point where he said they're, they're fighting for lives. I think now it's... it's it, it really doesn't matter whether they've got uh, Steve Bruce or Maruno or whoever coaching them. They are where they are on the table. <laughs> <Maruno>. <laughs> and, uh, that doesn't get old. That doesn't get old. It doesn't. Matthew, bro, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> the way this guy says Mourinho. The way he says Mourinho is the best. Let's hear it there, Wonga. Let's hear it one more time. So, <laughs> I'm no, put you on the spot. So, okay. Right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm saying... I just think that, well, I'm hoping that the guys will actually kick in and say, "Look, hey, we don't, uh, we don't lose this. We're going down." And I think it means a lot of changes for for everyone. Um, um, and it, it just depends what it means to them. Um, and I think if that really clicks into them, I think Newcastle can get away with a win or a draw. And I don't think Spurs are in the best of form at the moment, so I'd say one-one as well. I, I hope Newcastle win though. Uh, Hello, <clears throat> uh, bro. I think I think it's going to be a two a two one to Spurs, man. Um, ah, man, guys, it's a shame, eh? Our dear beloved friend Nick, I think he might not be with us <laughs> next season, guys. <laughs> because because, man, because, man, yeah. because between it's between him and Fulham, and I I, I rate I rate Fulham's chances. Yeah, I rate Fulham to stay up. <laughs> well, Fulham, Fulham oh, are playing yeah, Villa this weekend. They're playing Villa this weekend. And, so do you guys Brighton, think that's going gonna... Bright, to... And Brighton is gone, basically, I feel. After they won three... What is it? Was it 3-1 or 3-0? 3-1, eh? 3-0 against... 3-1, yeah. yeah. yeah, against Brighton, Newcastle. Brighton, Brighton okay. 3-0 yeah. against Newcastle. So I think, they, I think, I think Newcastle are gone, are gone, guys. But the question is, yeah. what does Maddie think? What do you think there? <laughs> um... I think Newcastle's form, plus the fact they've not had Callum Wilson for some time, is is you know it, it's affected them big time. Yeah, and I like Newcastle as well. To be fair, although when you do go there, I think Nick will be able to tell you the amount of steps you've got to go to get to the away end. No fun. The away end is so high up. Well, I'd say you've got to take a breather halfway up. But now um, I think 
Spurs should win uh, the game at the weekend, uh, especially with the talent they've got. Especially, you know, you're looking at, you know, Harry Kane. You know, if if he if he turns up, you know, he scores goals. He puts their back line, you know, in all kinds of danger. But you know, I'd like to think Newcastle gets get a result out of it. But I, with the form that they're in, whether even with Callum Wilson back, I still don't. I don't really see them getting anything out the game, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And I think the only saving grace they've sort of got at the moment, Newcastle, is the fact that Fulham have played the game extra. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. it's how consistent can Fulham be between now and the end of con- the season um, compared to Newcastle. But the only saving grace is the game in hand at the moment. Yeah. So, end of the season, do they survive, yes or no? <laughs> I want to say I want to say yeah, but I, I I don't think so. I think Fulham could just pip them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also, I've got another question. Then, if that happens, do but we have guys, to get guys, rid of our wait, Newcastle? Guys, wait, guys. Last match of the season, guys. Last match yeah. of the season. Who's the last match of the season, guys? Ooh, if you, Fulham, Fulham, you mean Fulham against Newcastle? Fulham against oh, Newcastle. Last match of the season, twenty third of May, guys. At, and at the, the game, cottage. At the cottage, and the game before Ooh. that, Newcastle. Newcastle plays Sheffield, at uh, at St James's. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be yeah. tasty. That's gonna be tasty. Wow. And at cottage, at the cottage, it's a small uh, field, bro. Yo, 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 that's gonna be a tricky one. That's then just gonna throw Andy Carroll on. Andy Carroll needs to play ninety minutes to just bomb that ball in the box. The proper that's nice old school stadium, Yo, no, okay, all right, but then yeah, Matty. So if if Newcastle, we've got a guy here who speaks for us. His name's Nick, and if they get relegated, does he stay with our show? Or do we have to relegate him as well? Um, it depends what angle you want to go at. Do you want to, uh, you know, do you want to have a laugh at, at his expense? Do you want to, you know, do you want to actually want to, do you actually want to know about the championship? The other thing, uh, you know, do you want to get his perspective from the championship? I, I don't know. Championship, guys. Forty-two games, guys. Uh, he'll, be host, he'll be hosting a few on his own before the Premier League starts and finishes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> a lot of a lot of midweek games in the championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's something to think about. Um, Man United versus Brighton there, Rich. Um, Brighton have actually got a few decent results on the road, but I don't expect them to to get anything on this occasion. I'm going to go with a 3-1 win to Man United, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think Brighton can do something there. Um, oh. oh, just like that. Look, no, think about it. I mean, they 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 literally trying to score goals. They're not playing and sitting at the back. Um, and you know, many times the day can do funny things as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say let's say to be realistic, I'd say two one to Man United. The Brighton can definitely get a goal there or two even if they wanted to. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a two 0 victory. Um, <laughs> Harry Maguire's got some confidence. He scored a goal for England yesterday. Um, so I see a 2-0 victory to 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 Man United. Um, let's see, yeah, let's see, let's see what the boys are made of. Um, I think it was it was good that Greenwood and Rashford got a break. Um, didn't play at all for 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 what for two weeks, uh, which is which is good. Um, especially because they they've been carrying injuries. So yeah, 2-0 to Man United. <laughs> I don't really want to give it. I don't really want to give anything to Man United. Not even throwing all <laughs> corners. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I, think, <laughs> I think 
you know, Brighton, Brighton have you know have had some good results recently and and you know have, have sort of started to carry themselves away from from the bottom three more or less if I'm right in saying. But uh, you'd expect United to win even at Old Trafford and the forms not being you know the, you know they've been better away from home than than, than at Old Trafford. But yeah. You'd expect United to win, although I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go one all. Yeah, look, I, I back Wonga. I back you saying Welbeck's going to score a goal. I think it's going to happen. It's written in the stars, isn't it? So Welbeck for a goal. Uh, as much as I want to agree with you and Match, because uh, just like you, I don't want to be giving any corners or throw-ins or anything, but I'm going to have to say 2-1 victory to, to Man United after a while back scores the first goal. But they're going to be shell-shocked. Wildback's going to score, but I think United are going to come through. And then the big one that's coming on Monday, you know, the Wolves-West Ham game, Rich, your team. Can they, be keep, can they keep pushing for, for the Champions League spot here against the toothless Wolves? We certainly can. Uh, Wolves have struggled this season. Um, we've had a Good couple of weeks on the international stage. Suchek's done well. Jesse Lingard's got man of the match. Declan Rice's got man of the match twice for England. So the lads are looking good, full of confidence. We've um, got a good result over them at home this season. We smacked them 4-0 at the London Stadium. So we're full of confidence. I'd expect us to win this one. We've been decent on the road. I'm going to go 2-1 win to the Hammers. And we uh, continue our charge for the top four. Come on, lads. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, kind of like admitting it, but yeah, I think West Ham definitely will take it um, against Wolves. Um, I mean, for all the reasons that Richard has said, and also I think the, the break has also helped as well, um, especially with that that uh, the, the giveaway when they gave away that you know lead. I think it's good that they had a, a bit of an international break before that. So I'd go for a two-nil win with West Ham. I think they can score from outfield and they can score off. Um, set pieces, which is why I think they'll always have an advantage over those teams. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, I think I think I think um, the Hammers got this. Um, yeah, I mean Wolves just—it's not their season, man. You know, um, they're just going to be languishing there, um, competing with Leeds and 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 Arsenal for for a tenth position. You know, with and Aston Villa. You know, who can be number ten? Now, who can be number nine? I mean, sorry, number nine. Uh, so, 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 so I, I see the Hammers winning um, uh, 2-1. Uh, I think Wolves on the day are a really good side, got really great players, Pedro Neto, you know, Fabio Silva, you know, if, if he was to click into gear, you know, really good footballers, you know, Neves, Moutinho, and then obviously one of our old boys in Conor Cody at the back who, you know, he's been great for England, captained England as well recently, but West Ham are in great form, you know what I mean, and, and, It'd be hard to look past them. Um, I'd say, you know, I'd love to. A, Wol- a Wolves on top form can beat West Ham, but West Ham in the form they're in now should win the game. Um, I think it'll be close though. I think it'll be one, one nil, two one. Um, West Ham's favour. As much as I don't want that at the moment, because we're sort of rivals at the moment. We've 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 made you right <laughs> um, with our form. <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be a great weekend for Liverpool. I think uh, West Ham won't win this game. I don't think most of the teams above us aren't. I think West Ham's going to draw Portuguese, this game. typical. I was just going to say Portuguese, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Typical, typical answer. Typical, typical answer. No, I just think they're playing at home. They're playing at home. A couple of the dudes went away to play for Portugal. They come back. They're buzzing now, you know, because 
it's their home away from home, Wolves. So I think, you know, they'll do it, the little, the little Portuguese guys there. So I think they'll get something. It's going to be a draw, 1-1 one, one there, and Liverpool are going to catch up. That's what it's going to be. And then it's going to build into the Champions League sort of week that's coming. And I think that's the question I have for you, Matt. Expectation versus reality for this Champions League sort of run or what's left of it, starting at Real Madrid and if they can progress. I think you wouldn't be a Liverpool fan if you didn't dare to dream. And you know, we've we, we've had many we've had many a good times. You know, with with teams who maybe you'd expect shouldn't have done as they've done. Istanbul being case in point in the season, we had no five. Um, and look, Real Madrid are a good side, but have they have they been in in the, in the best of form this season? I, I don't nope. think they have. You know what I mean? You're looking at Atletico Madrid and even Barcelona who aren't having the greatest season either. Either who are a little, you know, a little bit further back. Um, expectation and reality. Liverpool have got the players to to beat Real Madrid. You know, having said that, Real Madrid have got world class players as well through their side, and you know, it makes for it makes for a great game. Um, again, I think if if you know, uh, you know, if, if you're a, if you're a fo- you know a football person who, who who loves the sort of romantic side of the game, is you're looking at a final which is going to be played in Istanbul. You know. So you're looking at the stars aligning for Liverpool, or are you looking at you know a, a football sort of pessimist in a sense, and, and and thinking that Real Madrid v Liverpool, Real Madrid maybe in a bit better form in, in consideration the Real Madrid beat Liverpool. I'm going to say no because I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm a bit annoyed that I don't get the chance to go back to the Bernabeu because of the travel restrictions back home. But um, but no, I'm I'm, I'm still Liverpool. Liverpool are capable of anything. Really, I think that even even now at the start, we've got Liverpool are capable of anything. Yep. I, I, look, I said a couple of weeks ago, I was saying it's, you know, Liverpool have every chance there is. Siddle said I was dreaming. Um, but we've got I Mitch here, or is it I Touch? My bad. I Touch. Whoa, that's a terrible name. I'm not going <laughs> to say the rest of the name out loud there. It's like a funny anchor brace. Yo, 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 that, that one's I was hoping you wouldn't say that name. Yeah, well done, Klaus. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, I didn't okay. realize until I read it. For some reason, I was reading Mulder. I was like, yo, 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 yo. No, okay, no, no, no. Okay, anyway, uh, final thoughts, guys, before we head out. No, nah, no, thanks. Thanks, Mady, for being on the show. Um, and all the best in terms of the work that you're doing. It's it's quite great that, you know, um, you know the, the work that you are doing. And yeah, and hopefully you guys can obviously get on the field a bit more with the people instead of being on Zoom and Teams. Yeah, thanks so much, Maddie. Um, I really take my, my hat off to you for the work that you're doing uh, at Liverpool. So yeah, keep it up and hopefully you'll be in touch. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks for coming, Maddie. Um, okay, who was that? Oh, well. I, thought Matt, I, thought, I thought Maddie left. I was like, whoa, Maddie, wow. <laughs> no, you haven't got rid of me yet. <laughs> he already just doesn't like me. He's, he's trying to take you out for this weekend's game. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. No, man, but thanks for coming, man. And it's uh, it's always good to, to see people, you know, follow their dreams. Um, and, and, I, and, I, and I like to hear those stories, man. So, big up to that. Hope to see you again. I lost connection I like Maddie now. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm wearing off on you. No, listen, <laughs> uh, thank, thanks for having us. It's um, you know, it's nice to be able to come and speak about what you're doing and you know what I do and and be able to tell people just you know just how much I enjoy my job and you know to be able to do it for a football club, especially the football club of support, it's unbelievable. But I think I think you've got to be thanked yourselves because there's a lot of people who haven't been able to you know there's 
a lot of people have missed that social aspect of football, haven't they? Going to the pub, you know, going to bars, having a pint, watching the match, you know, myself going the game and stuff like that. It's, you know, the type of thing that you're doing now is giving people that opportunity to be able to have that that sort of round the table chat that you'd have, whether it's about, you know, your team's won, your team's lost, VAR stolen another point or three points again. You know, it's, you know, what, what you're doing, you know, big for a lot of football fans and, you know, back where you are in South Africa. So I think you just need to, you know, be giving a pat on the back yourselves for, for doing what you're doing. I've listened to a few things. Don't get me wrong. I had to switch hockey's off because, you know, he talks, he talks far more than me. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm only messing hockey if you're listening. But, um, <laughs> but no, as I say, thanks for having me um, and understanding the accents as well and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Matty. I, I do have nice one, one very important last question. Uh, you kind of you spilt the beans a little bit by saying you might have brought a surprise onto the show the last or today. Um, and everyone else has been asking me, what's the surprise? What's the surprise? I'm not going to say what the surprise is, but um, chances of that happening in the future, more or less. We might as well just put you on the spot because this is live. We can't yeah, you might it. you might as well. Um, I'll keep asking the questions and see when we can when you know when things all die down because obviously you know you're coming into the closing part of the season. There's a lot of different things which which are going on and you know let's be you know a lot of the press stuff ramps up. So um, I will see if I can try and get that sorted for later on down the line. For yeah, you. no promises, but I'll try. There we go. We've got it. It's documented. Everyone heard it. Everyone heard it. He's going to keep trying. All right. That's amazing. Thank you very much, Matty. Gentlemen, thank you very much for a fantastic evening. Some great football. Let's hope the, the games on the weekend is, uh, what, just as exciting. No? Yes, maybe? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Except for Liverpool's uh, game, just a win will do. Yeah, win. I'll take a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Have Cheers, a good one. Well, then, everyone. Cheers, guys. Take care. Hello.